today the chokeslam wrestling report special edition we are going to be talking about william regal's aew departure plus the comments that ec3 made about william regal saying that he made a mistake signing aew plus we're also going to be talking about tony khan continuing signing ex wwe wrestlers plus we're going to be talking about the royal rumble who should win the royal rumble is it the rock or cody rose and after that and much more on the chokeslam wrestling report Welcome to another episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the infamous Ultimate One from New York City. I know I've been away for a while. I was supposed to be on vacation in Florida, but unfortunately, a couple of things happened during the week and I had to cancel my trip. And that is why I had put on Facebook last weekend that I was going to take a hiatus from my podcast and I was going to return this Saturday or Sunday, actually Saturday afternoon, to give you my preview of my review, actually, of Final Battle. It's going to happen this Saturday. But as I've been away from the podcast scene and the wrestling scene, or better yet, not wrestling scene, because I've been seeing what's going on, I saw the a lot of things going on with William Regal. Now, William Regal, of course, the last time that I was doing an episode was the AEW Full Gear Review where William Regal went and turned on John Moxley and gave, well, actually gave the brass knucks to MJF. Therefore, MJF used the brass knucks to knock out John Moxley to win the world title. That Wednesday, they had a... Uh, promo where William Regal came out John Moxley confronted him told him to take a walk and never come back when I saw that when he said never come back the first thing I said is William Regal's contract over is the Blackpool Combat Club over because I'm like wait a minute didn't he sign like a three-year deal with AEW and he was going to be with them whatever and I said, well, there's got to be some type of manipulation where MJF comes back the following week and we could have William Regal uh, pretty much maybe uh, create another uh, bunch of wrestlers to protect uh, MJF. But apparently what happened was that MJF came out and pretty much turned on William Regal, pretty much AEW, pretty much uh, phasing out. William Regal from TV. Now that left me confused because I'm like, well, if this is happening, that means William Regal is leaving. 
and he is leaving to WWE, according to Fightful Select. According to a bunch of other reports, there is word that there is that Steven Regal or William Regal will be going back to WWE because apparently he was going to be, while he was there, they was thought that he was going to be a lifer and that he was going to not leave in WWE. But of course, the old man, Vince McMahon, was over here trying to get rid of everybody, pretty much. Uh, he got rid of all the wrestlers that we now see returning. Because that's what is going on. And what people fail to see is that Triple H is bringing everything back, everybody back. But he's over saturating the roster for WWE. And um, I mean, supposedly Mia Yim came back. We have Bray Wyatt come back. Well, the, the, the OCs that's back together. I mean, we had a bunch of people coming back to WWE. Now, this William Regal thing kind of surprised me, you know. Um, I felt that they should have used William Regal more of an authority figure. I mean, the whole storyline with him and MJF, I mean, that was superb. Um, and he took, I mean, we knew that MJF was not going to uh, be a babyface because he has said it in podcasts. He doesn't want to be a babyface. Jericho told him that he should be a babyface. And he told Jericho, I don't want to be a babyface. And MJF is better off as a heel. And he proved that this past Wednesday or last Wednesday when he hit William Regal in the back of the head with the brass knucks. I mean, it, it was it was a beautiful ending for this relationship. But, again, what the hell did Tony Khan did? You know? And, I mean, if the man signed three years, right, supposedly, um, this is the reports going around. I mean, we don't have proof that he signed three years. I mean, there, there was even a, a report going around that he signed an, a, 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 you know, a deal where if Triple H was going to take over, that he was he was allowed to go back to WWE. Listen, you know, this is what I hate because people just fall for all these reports and whatnot. And the bottom line is where the sources are coming from. And people come and tell me Brian Alvarez, Dave Meltzer, please, those two guys, they'll tell you something. And the next thing you know, that's not true. Especially Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer talks out of his ass. You know what I'm saying? And he's been like dropping the ball lately with a lot of stuff that he says. And it turned out this is not true. Now, Brian Alvarez is getting his info from I don't know where and whatnot. Uh, even EC3 got involved. When EC3 was in Vince Russo's podcast. Out of all people, Vince Russo's podcast and whatnot. This is the man that created claims he created the attitude era and he claims that William Regal had mentioned that he was regretting signing with AEW now this is coming from a guy EC3 from a guy who tried to create a wrestling promotion called control your narrative now to all people he had Braun Strowman with him he had a bunch of other wrestlers with him and that promotion failed miserable. Now, mind you, the EC3 was one of the guys that got cut off during the pandemic. He got let go for the second time and whatnot. And here he is and whatnot talking about that William Regal was not too happy because uh, a lot of the young wrestlers were not listening to him. Okay. And now what happens now? Because of that, now they're trying to make it look like what well, CM Punk 
said during his scrum that it was true, that the young guys were disrespected by the old guys. And uh, this sounds to me like a lot of bull crap. You know what I'm saying? Because people want to create a, 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 a narrative where all oh, AEW's back uh, locker room is horrible. And WWE isn't. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what's going in the back locker room. We don't know what's going on in behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? People want to speculate. People want to put, you know, bring up stuff. And at the end of the day, you know, people are going to make up stuff. I mean, look at EC3. Nobody really, let me put it this way, about EC3. Yes, he tried to create his own uh, promotion, which is nothing wrong with that. I mean, the rules and the, the stupid gimmicks that they had that you can't do certain things. I mean, it was stupid. That's why it failed. Uh, but EC3 was one of the guys that was out there. But AEW really didn't look at him as a, a big star or whatever. I mean, EC3 made his name really on impact. You know what I'm saying? Because he was in WWE's not once, twice. You know what I'm saying? He was part of NXT. He got let go. He came back and he got let go again. So what that tells you, you know what I'm saying? Um, and the bottom line, EC3 was not on AEW's target or radar. And maybe he feels some type of way he needs to say this because, you know, people are going to be like, oh, you know, I mean, even the guy Ollie from WrestleTalk had the balls this morning to say, oh, so now, uh, you know, you know, uh, EC3 is, has a narratives on controlling narratives on everybody. That's not my point. My point is you cannot listen to these wrestlers who are not signed anyway. EC3's been out there for the last two years. And now Tony Combo, Ring of Honor. See, he's not coming to Ring of Honor. Okay. He was in NWA. You're taking shots at AEW. NWA sucks. Let's be realistic. Billy Corgan and the NWA sucks. You know what I'm saying? That's why they, you don't hear nothing from them. Especially after what they did. They get Tyrus the damn NWA belt. So... The bottom line is, what I'm trying to say is, you get reports of a guy who's saying that William Regal w- felt like it was a mistake for him to sign with AEW. How was it a mistake? You were still making money. You didn't. You wasn't. You you was in there with the best talent in professional wrestling. You were Claudio Castellani. You had John Moxley. You got Brian Danielson. You helped William Uta to be known. You know what I'm saying? And it could have been further, but then. See, here's the problem with this. Everybody, you know, went crazy once Triple H took over. Now, Triple H and William Regal, they go back to the WCW days when uh, Triple H was known as terrorizing. William Regal was called Lord Steven Regal. And these guys were in the same locker room back then, and they've been the best of friends. And Triple H and William Regal were the ones who created NXT Yellow and Gold. And let's be realistic, okay? It's not the same having... Shawn Michaels running NXT right now. Because, I mean, you've seen the crazy-ass gimmicks that they have. You need a guy like William Regal in the NXT, in the locker. And plus, number one, William Regal has been having health problems for a while. And he wants to be close to Florida, where the NXT performance center is at, in Florida. So, you know, him leaving AEW is, AEW has just dropped the ball this year. With Tony Khan signing all these WWE guys and whatnot, thinking that most of these guys aren't going to stick around. And I want to talk about Tony Khan in a few minutes because, I mean, it's just mind-boggling how AEW has, was the darling of pro wrestling a couple of years ago. And now that honeymoon is over. 
know what I'm saying? It's over. He over-exaggerated exaggerated the, the roster. He bloated the roster. Where is Miro? Okay? Miro is nowhere to be found. Miro came back to feud with the House of Black. He has not been seen. Okay? And this is what I want to talk about all this stuff. I mean, the whole fact that uh, uh, you losing Steven Regal is you dropped the ball. For this man to want to leave AEW, what was it that made him leave? Okay. Yes, we could speculate the reason is because he wants to be around Triple H. You know what I'm saying? And now that Triple H is taking over, now he just want to mentor, mentor a lot of these young talent in NXT right now. Maybe AEW is different. But, to, but, but every, if, if you're hearing all this stuff right now behind the scene, whatever, with the young talent, this is Tony Khan's fault. Okay. He took the rings away from the, from the elite or whatever for his personal ego and right now what i'm looking at tony khan is getting so much bad rap you know what i'm saying uh it, it's ridiculous he has gotten bad rap and it's been started since 2021 and it has continued from the whole situation with swole to now it's just like what's been what has happened the last three months has been crazy 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 now don't get me wrong his show is still good but you can't afford to be losing talent Okay, Adam Cole right now. Who knows if Adam Cole decides he wants to leave? You know, Adam Cole can't wrestle since his match with Forbidden Door between Okada, Jay White, and Hangman Page. He has not been seen. Okay? So, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. But as far as William Regal leaving, I mean, it's sad because now the, the combat club, the Blackpool Combat Club, that group is over. I'm telling you that right now, it's going to be over. Uh, because without William Regal... There's really no big black, the 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 black, what the, the the combat club, the Blackpool Combat Club. Lucky I bought the shirt on time with the fist. I love that shirt. You know what I'm saying, but it, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You you have to look at it as Tony Khan dropped the ball, and then the fact that you're hearing all these rumors that William Regal signed a contract that if he at Triple H was to ever take control of WWE, he could go back. And the podcast has said it. It doesn't make sense. Because seven months ago, eight months ago, Vince McMahon was in control, okay? Triple A had just came back from having heart issues and whatnot. And, and, and you know, and landing, and landing in the, you know, landing in the hospital with, situ with, with, with all his problems, you know? So for them to come out of nowhere and make this statement that he signed a contract, Stating that if Triple H was to take over power, that he could go back, it doesn't make no sense. And the top of those sports media, that is the worst, worst dirty there is. Th that's a WWE shield, uh, 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 you know, clickbait, uh, um, dirty, because they make WWE wrestlers and everybody look good, and then they always talking down about AEW. Just the fact that that came through and it came from pff, from EC3, I'm sorry. But let's be realistic. And people might not agree with me. EC3, what, what, is, what is he doing right now? Nothing. Even nobody has signed him. Nobody has taken him. Not even Impact has signed him back. Okay? He came to Impact for a few and he's gone. He's still thinking about doing Control Your Narrative. That was a failure. You're not going to get nothing. Nobody's going to watch that shit. Not even me. Okay? So, we'll be right back with more of... AEW and the departure of William Regal. We're going to be talking about what Tony Khan should be doing instead of doing what he's doing right now. We'll be right back.
the Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the questions. And we're back. So let's continue on with this uh, situation with Tony Khan and the departure of William Regal. Again, like I said in my last segment, this is a big loss for AEW and whatnot. This is a man with a lot of knowledge in pro wrestling. And the sad thing about this is that, you know, if you look at what's been going on in AEW, and whatnot. You know, there's no loyalty to Tony Khan. He has signed a bunch of wrestlers. He signed Badakai Black. There was word he wanted to go to work with Triple H. You had that who else was, I was talking about leaving? But Buddy, Mar- Buddy Matthews wanted to leave. Uh, who else? Uh, William Regal just left. Uh, and th- this word that a lot of the AEW wrestlers would like who are left AE, uh, WWE would like to go work back with Triple H. But Tony Khan continues try to sign all these ex-WWE wrestlers when in reality there is no loyalty to Tony Khan. Okay? Loyalty one way is stupidity. Okay? Bec- and, and again, we've been seeing... Tony Khan in the last two years or maybe a year and a half bringing in all this talent, okay? Ruby Soho just came back. The woman came in hot last year for All Out and she was cooled off right away. Tony Storm, she came in. She won the uh, the, the world title and whatnot. And right now, I think this she's probably one of those people that still... You know, uh, I don't think I don't see her going back to WWE. FTR, and th- this is a this is the one thing that I'm probably gonna be real pissed off if FTR lose the IWGP titles in Wrestle Kingdom, and they don't become a full time world champions. And when I mean full time world champion, that means the IWGP, the AAA tag team titles, the Ring of Honor tag team titles, and a AEW tag team titles. Now they're supposed to wrestle the Acclaim coming up this Wednesday. Okay, and, and if they don't get the world title, believe me that FTR may not resign with AEW. Their they 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 um contract is up supposedly, for what I heard, is in April of next year. They're talking about maybe taking a whole year off. Okay, now FTR right now, and I don't care what anybody tells me. You could tell me about the Sheamus versus Gunter that was a match of the year. Hey, I saw the match. I give you that. But nobody could beat the match of the year between the Briscoes and FTR, Supercar of Honor, and then they did it again. Okay. We also got it again. FTR had another crazy match at Royal Quest 2 with 
Aussie Open, which was ridiculous, okay? All right? And they have another great match between Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb at, uh, which was uh, the historic, I think it was Historic X, if I'm not correct, or Battle Autumn, one of those match. And these guys should be tag team of the year. No one besides Aussie Open, maybe the Briscoes, can come, can come close to touching the FTR. And right now, AEW right now, they're playing with fire. And Tony Khan is playing with fire, okay? Because, number one, whether there is some type of politics in the back where the Young Bucks don't want FTR to win the AEW Tag Team title, then guess what? Why is all this happening in the back with the locker rooms and if supposedly the Young Bucks have pulled in the back, why everything else is not on point, okay? I mean, and, and now... I see that Shane Taylor showed up this past Friday on Rampage and you had a podcast talking about, oh, this don't make no sense. Uh, what's the storyline be, between Shane Taylor? Again, if you're a podcaster, do your damn homework before you start criticizing about a wrestler who shows up and may have had history with whoever they're about to feud. Okay? And this is why I, I myself, whether you like me or you don't like me, as a podcaster, I bring the truth, okay? Join the revolution of truth, okay? Because you're going to get bullcrap from everybody else, okay? Especially a lot of these podcasters only focus on AEW and WWE. They don't focus on any other promotion but those two. And they don't know the history of some of these wrestlers, okay? Shane Taylor and Keith Lee were tag team in Ring of Honor, they had a big feud with the Viking Raiders back then, uh, and 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 there it was some crazy matches. So now Shane Taylor went on his own, dominated Ring of Honor for for God knows how many years. Part of the six man tag teams back then, I think he had the Ring of Honor uh, Television Championship also at one point. He left, and now he's back. Okay, and he's gonna go and wrestle Keith Lee with Swerve, and when I see Swerve, Swerve swerving Keith Lee in this match and Shane Taylor and they're all gonna and the storyline is perfect because the storyline shows you that Keith Lee according to Shane Taylor is known to walk away from his tag team partner he walked away from Shane Taylor when he went to WWE and now he was supposedly in the match with the acclaim he walked away from Swerve perfect storyline if you how you do not understand that how you not do your research okay so if Shane Taylor is coming in you know that's perfect. But you still have a lot of wrestlers that you're not using. Lance Archer had a great, great, uh, 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 not debut, but a, a great showing at the G1 Super uh, G1 Climax, actually, in Japan. But yet, every time I turn around, he's losing the guy smaller than he just lost to Ricky Starks not long ago. Who was, who's, who's doing this? Now, the House of Black, they came back, and they came back with a vengeance. Now, are they going to drop the ball on this? I see House of Black beating the Elite. Because the Elite is going to end up beating the Death Triangle for that trio's tag team titles. Okay? But then again, like I said, Tony Khan has all these guys. He keeps signing WWE people. Soraya was his latest fucking signing. Why you keep bringing WWE people for? Okay? You got a whole bunch of a crop of wrestlers that you got there that you could use. You know what I'm saying? You don't need all the private party. You can let them go. You broke up the Dark Order, so I don't see the Dark Order th that's going to be over and done with as 10 going and join the Faccion and Gobernables. And the reason I'm seeing that is because Andrade may not come back. Andrade could be the next one leaving to 
WWE. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it, I can see it happen. Andrade has not been seen since his situation with Sammy Guevara. You know what I'm saying? So they got a good storyline, and I want to see what they're going to do with MJF. Now he's the world champion and whatnot. And I see him feuding with uh, Brian Danielson after what happened this past Wednesday when now William Regal is out of the picture. I, I want to see what's going to go on with that. But Tony Khan needs to stop signing all these wrestlers. You don't need to sign anybody else. You don't. You don't. You know what I'm saying? You put good matches and whatnot, but then again, you have, where is Miro? I'm going to keep saying where is Miro. Miro's promos were, the, I think, one of the best promos there is in the whole roster of AEW. The man, the man had some great promos, and you could have ran with this. You know what I'm saying? Again, you still got private party. You don't need private party. Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy being about private party, and my boy told me the same thing. He makes him look bad. You don't need Matt Hardy there. You know what I'm saying? Matt Hardy should be out of there. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see the Hardy boys coming back. I don't. I don't want to see Jeff. I don't want to see Matt. Get rid of them. Okay? They're just taking up, uh, uh, um, how you call it? Uh, um, the, the, the budget. That's it. You know? And, and yeah, and it's funny because two, three years ago, I was very high on AEW. And I'm looking at it like, okay, you got good matches, but I don't like what's going on. Don't like none of the stuff that's going on as far as, you know, you brought Soraya and you're, you're, you're milking the Soraya situation. You had another sit down with Soraya. For what? If this woman wins the world title, I'm going to be pissed because this is Tony Khan's um, thing he does. Keith Lee came in there with Swerve, two guys who came from WWE, and boom, you put the tag team titles on it. Meanwhile, FTR, who is the best tag team in the world, still waiting for the shot at AEW title. They should have got that title, title shot a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. We'll be right back with more. Now we're going to be talking about the WWE and the Royal Rumble and what is the rumors going around. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Jada Red Sante, host of Turnbuckle Tabloid, and you're listening to the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. And we're back. So let's talk about WWE and the rumors going around. Two things going around. One, that at the Royal Rumble, Roman Reigns will be facing Sheamus instead of Kevin Owens. Because of what happened uh, back at the Survivor uh, Series War Game match where uh, Mr. Roman Reigns was visibly upset after the Survivor Series main event and specifically about a spot Within the match, it was rumored among those that we spoke with that Reigns took a session to what he perceived as an unplanned spot between he and Kevin Owen. As he walked backstage, he mentioned possibly having a ruptured eardrum and wanted to wanted the spot to go as originally planned. The exclamation was said to have been explicit, Phil, and it was clear to everyone that Reigns wasn't happy. Those that we spoke with didn't believe there will be any extended heat regards to the situation and that it seems like more of a heat of the moment reaction, but that's only the possession of things. We haven't heard we haven't heard if a physical altercation that we learned of and talent that we heard back from said they expected the two to be able to coexist to work 
purposes. Another pulled over Reigns and Owen as passing about what they do and figure if they were issued, they end up talking about it directly. Reigns did not appear at the post-show press conference as planned. Again, this is coming from Fightful Select and whatnot. But again, for the last couple of weeks, my boy Michael Sorrentino has been saying that he thinks that Sheamus is going to get the title shot. I see no reason why Kevin Owens won't get the title shot. And this is why. Kevin Owens showed up last Monday to, to I think, believe to wrestle one of the Usos. And, whatnot, and he beat one of the Usos. Uh, so if they were gonna, not going to use him to wrestle Roman Reigns at the Rumble, wouldn't you believe that they would not continue uh, the feud with him? Instead, they will add Sheamus into the mix. Again, anything is possible, but does not mean that Kevin Owens is going to beat Roman Reigns. I don't see that happening. Uh, and if it does, it'll be a shocker, but I don't see that happening. And the reason I say that is because I like this because that leads me to my segue. Because there is rumors going around that a 50-year-old former WWE champ may come back and win the Royal Rumble to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But now you guys should know who I'm talking about, and I am talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now, Dwayne is still doing movies out in Hollywood. I think he just finished one of the movies right now. But there's rumors going around that he may win the Royal Rumble. Now, I don't have a problem with that, that he wins the Rumble. The only problem I have is you're going to make him win the Rumble. You could give it to someone else to face Roman Reigns, someone different, someone that you may think don't have a chance. It could be, you know, the, the underdog guy and whatnot but if you give it to him only for you to go and try to push Roman Reigns as this greatest world WWE world champion better than Bruno San Martino better than Bob Backlund better than Hulk Hogan Randy Savage and the list goes on okay then again you're using the rock to job to his cousin for what I mean it's bad enough if you think about it, you know, they make Roman Reigns as this such a great world champion and all that. The guy defends his belt once a month or twice a month. Now, I'm going to do a comparison and it's not going to be popular, but look at John Moxley when he was AEW world champion. Every week he will put the belt on the line. How come Roman Reigns can't do that? And if he comes out every week, it's to do a promo. Now, I know all these WWE droids are going to come and going to try to, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, F-A-E-W, and start crying like always. But facts are facts. If you look at John Moxley, while well, he had that title, and he, he defended that belt with everybody. He wrestled every week. Meanwhile, they keep, every week I hear uh, Michael call, oh, Roman Reigns on his 800 day as a world champion. Yeah, of course you got him as 800 days without the world champ, because you have not built anyone, anyone, and I'm going to say it again, anyone strong enough, babyface-wise, to confront Roman Reigns. And I don't want to hear nobody talking about, oh, we got Cody Rhodes. And like I told someone online this morning, Cody Rhodes, if you think about it, that guy was never a world champion material. 
And I'm not saying it because he's not an AEW. Let's see facts of facts. Okay. When he left WWE, I think it was 2014 or 2015, whatever it was. And he showed up at Ring of Honor. And when I was fe- uh, feuding with Jay Lethal. And he got his world title shot. Look who he defeated. Now, nothing to take away from the guy who was the world champion at the time, which is Christopher Daniels. But you knew that Danny was going to lose the belt. Danny was already past already 48, 49. Okay. And the only get the reason they gave it to, to the Christopher Daniels at that time was because that was the only belt that had eluded Christopher Daniel as a world champion. But then here comes Cody. He wins the ring of honor world championship and whatnot. You know, he was part of radio bullet club. So he had the belt for a while and he took that belt just to expand bullet club and whatnot, you know, and not giving a rat's ass about the other members in Japan and whatnot. But anyway, I mean, he's not really a world champion material. Even when he won the NWA world title at all, at all in, in, in 2018, I think it was, or 2017, whenever they did the all in, he beat Nick Aldis. It was because his father had won the NWA title. So he was just doing it for his father. Nothing wrong with that. He just he just had the, the reign for like a month. Because then NWA went and took it back. Billy Corgan. I'm not surprised they gave it back to Nick Aldis. You know? And then we go. Now, he goes to he goes to AEW. You know, Cody Rose was trying to make himself a main event player. But again, he's not a main event player. He could tell story in the ring. That's one thing. He's just like his father. He got something like his father. His father was better than him at storytelling. But him of world champion material? Nah. I don't see it. And if he's the one that WWE is planning to put the belt around, he's going to be the one who's going to beat Roman Reigns. It's it's, it's not going to look good because it's going to Cody Rhodes, you know, even though everybody talk about all oh, his match with Seth Rollins at the, I think it was Hell in the Cell should be match of the year. No, the only reason they're saying that was because he wrestled with a, 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 a a torn pectoral, and, and everybody made it a big thing about it. I mean, I got to give him credit. He wrestled with that injury, but that's not match of the year. That's not match of the year. I don't care what anybody tells me. Match of the year to me is FTR versus the Briscoes. If you show me anything that tops that, maybe Gunter versus Sheamus in, in, in UK. Other than that, I mean, there's other matches way better than WWE stuff. I'm telling you that right now. You know what I'm saying? But I digress of what I'm saying, though. Now they're talking about most likely uh, The Rock winning the uh, the Royal Rumble and whatnot. It, 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 but that goes to show you, it, this is lazy booking by WWE. It's lazy. Because you got so many talent, and you can't tell me you can't pick out anybody from that talent that you have to make him that, that wrestler big, big, make him, you know, have the fans behind him and have him wrestle Roman Reigns you know why it hasn't happened because you don't have anybody who's gonna have that you know that 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 aura of oh that's the guy's gonna be Roman Reigns and then you go around talking about Roman Reigns the best wrestler in the world blah 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 you know don't get me wrong I always knew Roman Reigns was gonna be world champion but they they what they did they try to shove him down our throat in the beginning as a uh, as a as a baby face and it wasn't until he turned heel that made him look more dominant. But now you have him with the bloodline. Now the bloodline is like to me one of the best factions WWE has. Because now they, 
Judgment Day ain't nowhere close to the bloodline. You know what I'm saying? But the whole bloodline storyline is good. I like the whole bloodline storyline, but come on. You got this guy with 800 days as world champion. You have not built no baby face to beat this man. Okay. And now you're talking about bringing a 50 year old, The Rock, okay, probably a part timer, to lose to Roman Reigns so you can make Roman Reigns as this dominant wrestler in pro wrestling when in reality he's nowhere close to a Will Ospreay. He ain't nowhere close to Kenny Omega. He ain't nowhere close to Jay White. I don't care what anybody tells me because everybody is going to disagree with me because they are Bloodline fans, Roman Reigns fans, and they only stick in the bubble of WWE. If you don't watch New Japan Wrestling, especially now with this big main event coming up between Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay for the United States IWGP title at Wrestle Kingdom on January 4th, I don't know why you're watching wrestling, to be honest. Okay? Now, again, I don't discriminate anybody as far as whatever you like. Hey, you like the NWA? Fine. If you like WWE? Fine. If you like Impact? Fine. Impact has become a joke because Impact got one of the best wrestlers in the world of uh, Josh Alexander, and they got him wrestling Bully Ray. Are you serious? Okay, and Impact is done. Impact, their momentum this year was so great in the beginning, and now they just die. It's like they ran the race all year, and they just, they're not even going to make it to the finish line. Okay, NWA plays. They've been tripping off the, the, the start, since the starting line. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. And now I get to see, I know I get to see coming up, I think, next week, next weekend. Uh, I think it's the next weekend. Uh, the weekend, oh no, the week after that. I'm going to see Jacob Fatu versus Nick Aldis for the House of Glory world title match. Now, now you say to yourself, wow, that's going to be incredible. It is going to be incredible. I'm definitely going to see that. You know what I'm saying? want to see Nick Aldis. Kenta's also showing up that night. And he'll wrestle low-key. But it's stuff like this that, you know what I'm saying? That's wrestling. See? And wrestling fans, some wrestling fans don't understand it. They stuck on the WWE bubble and they don't want to let go. It's, it's it's just ridiculous. So, you know what? Uh, we'll be right back with the finishing thoughts and a little bit of wrestling news and rumors, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is James Rodens from the WNR Podcast, and you are listening to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Let's finish this up. Um, there's a lot of things going on. Well, not a lot of things, but there's a few little things I want to bring up before we close this show down. Uh, there is word that uh, Mr. Barry Wyndham, former Four Horsemen member, had a, uh, I believe, let's see, uh, suffered a heart attack. Currently in ICU. So, on Friday, Barry Windham suffered a heart attack and went into cardiac arrest. He is currently in the ICU and underwent an emergency procedure to help save his life. News on Windham's condition was put out there by Mike Rotunda, the daughter of Mike Rotunda's sister of Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas and niece of Windham. A GoFundMe was set up by Micah. 
with deep sadness, I regret to inform that my uncle, WWE Hall of Famer Barry Windows, suffered a massive heart attack Friday evening while traveling through Atlanta Airport. His darkest fear became a horrific reality as he went into a cardiac arrest. He is currently in the ICU and has undergone an emergency procedure to save his life. As a family, we are impatiently waiting to hear that he will be okay, but as for now, the future is uncertain. As the future of for many of his positions and for those who have formerly devoted their lives to their craft. Barry Winder has an iconic decorated resume as an American professional wrestler. He traveled all over the world for decades, entertaining people of all ages with his athleticism and undeniable charisma. After those countless years of wrestling matches, traveling, entertaining worldwide, he experienced a number of taxing injuries and ended up undergoing multiple surgeries that led to other health complications. Barry hung his boots for the last time in the early 2000s. Since then, he has been limited with work due to his medical history as well as left without health insurance. To fade this time as one of the great stress and hardship as well as one that comes with excessive medical expenses he is taking on. That is overwhelming to say. We are po politely asking for any increment of financial assistance to help cover his medical expenses and bills and see him through this time. This is uh, very sad to hear because Barry Window, I mean, I know he had a lot of health issues and whatnot. He was a little overweight. A couple of years ago, he landed in the hospital and whatnot. Um, it, it's just sad. Barry Windham, a, a, a former four horseman, I mean, he was a NWA North American Heavyweight Champion, WWE Tag Team Champion, WCW World Television Champion, uh, NWA World Heavyweight Champion, among other accolades and other championships. He was inducted to the Hall of Fame in 2012 as a member of the Four Horsemen. Barry Wendell, I know I used to watch him since whew, I was a kid back in the early 80s, watching him from Florida Championship. I remember him wearing the yellow dog mask, uh, feeding with Kevin Sullivan, Ron Bass, Purple Haze, and being one of the tag teams of Dusty Rose. And it was crazy back in 1988 at the Great American Bass when... I believe Dusty Rose was wrestling. I don't remember who it was, but Barry Wendell turned on him, and that he became a full horseman. Um, he turned on Lex Luger also uh, before that. So it, it was just it was just crazy. I mean, the man had so much talent. He beat Rick. Uh, actually, Rick Flair beat him for the uh, the NWA World Title back in '93. But this man's uh, resume is incredible. It's just you know it's just sad to hear that. He is going through all that, and we wish him well, wish him a speedy recovery. You know, um, we'll see. You know, uh, Thunder Rosa, as you guys know, was stripped off the uh, AEW Women's Championship after, you know, her talking about, you know, she couldn't wrestle because her back, whatever, but she was doing too many appearances. For someone who has back issues, you're doing too many appearances. Uh, she was uh, um, speaking on her blog. She claimed that the recovery is going really well. I, I just, this week, I was just able to do squats with two-pound dumbbells. I haven't done any lifting for the last four or five months, which is huge. Two weeks ago, I was able to do a 5K, which I walk halfway the way, walk half the way, because I'm not allowed to run. I can jog. That's pretty much it. Those big monsters for me, I have not been able to do. I have to be in the ring yet, so we're working on that. So, I'm glad it stripped her off the belt. Because this interim bullshit that was going on in AEW was annoying. Very annoying. You know? Um, so, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, 
this woman didn't the word around was that she did not want it to wrestle Tony Storm because she was gonna lose the belt. The belt to um to Tony Storm. And final Scorpio Sky is clear for return. Details on AEW absent. I know he was hurt, that's for sure. Um there's several wrestlers in AEW out of action, others headed back. Fans that have asked for updates. There's some absent stars. Scorpio Sky has been out of action for nearly five months since losing his AEW TNT Championship to Warlord in a street fight in July 6th. Dynamite. Scorpio has been dealing with leg injury in the months that led to his departure, which put him on the shelf. However, Fight for Select has learned that Scorpio Sky has been clear for quite some time, has been eligible for an in-ring return. However, Thus far, no creative plans for him have been put forward. He was at another episode of Dynamo over the summer and film content, but then it ended up airing. We actually spoke with Scorpio Sky briefly at WrestleK on camera, and he's seen in good spirits. So, another guy they're going to bring in, and the question is, will he start feuding with Ethan Page? Because they were known as the best men. So, we'll see. Uh, that is it so far for me for... Uh, for this episode i know uh, i've been out for almost two weeks but i had to jump on this because this is like the hottest the hottest thing going on as far as news wise with william regal um he will be back probably in some role in the back uh again tony khan dropped the ball many of you may not agree with me but he dropped the ball with william regal and ec3 needs to stop spreading rumors i still say that's a rumor i mean I don't, I don't see where he gets that that he that William Regal said it was a mistake. Again, look where he was at on a Vince Russo podcast. Okay, Vince Russo, the, that guy is just a joke. You know, it was a joke back then. He's still a joke now. So it's that's my opinion. You don't have to agree with me, but that's just my opinion on it. So that is it for me today, guys. I thank you very much for listening to another episode of the Chokesland Wrestling Report. There are plans coming up for the new year coming up. I know but it was in December so quickly. There's been uh it's been an amazing year. I cannot complain. Um so you know so much networking I done and I will be in the next on uh, the House of Glory on December seventeenth for their big show coming up in Queens, the story of Queens. Um so Descartes, I mean they got Jacob Fatu versus Nick Aldis, Kenta versus Loki and many other matches coming up um so we'll see uh, how that goes and of course i'm trying to see if i get michael j serentino and uh, jay santi from the uh, turbuckle tablet before the years end so we could talk about all this crazy stuff going on and their opinions if we could just chill and relax hang out you know what i'm saying and just talk wrestling so we'll see um but again i want to thank all the fans that uh Listen to me every week and, you know, support me. Um, again, guys, you also go check out my my merchandise store, tcwr.veryimpressive.com. Again, that's tcwr.veryimpressive.com. Winter is here, so you guys can go and check out the website. I have hoodies. I have hats. I have T-shirts. I got everything in there, guys. Go check it out. Support the podcast. Support me. I will appreciate it. Also, if you guys want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mostly be on Twitter. Facebook is getting on my nerves with their bullcrap. They, they, you know, they, they're quick to, to, to 
bring down your videos, but they don't stop hackers going into wrestling group pages and whatnot. Uh, Mr. Mark is not doing his job, just stealing money. That's what he's doing. And yep, and I said it. Um, so go check me out on those social media platforms. I'm also on TikTok, Chokeslam Wrestling Report at TikTok. So check me out there. I usually put little videos letting everybody know, uh, you know, the latest episode that I got up. So check it out. Let me know um, what you think. Also, I got the YouTube channel. Um, I have not put anything in as of late, but you can check out the content I have there. The YouTube channel, the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I got thousands of videos in there. The, not, not literally, but I got hundreds of videos there you guys can check out. Give me your thoughts. Uh, subscribe to the channel and support the channel itself. So that is it for me today, guys. Again, thank you for your support. I will see you on Sunday with, or probably Saturday, because the final battle is at 4 o'clock, Easter daytime. So I might do the, uh, the podcast late night or maybe i'll do it for i'll record it and then i'll i'll put it up on sunday morning so you guys can check it out um but maybe i'll do it in the afternoon after the final battle i think it's eight eight o'clock we'll, we'll see well, i'll probably do it sunday but final battles coming up they got a couple of good matches there they got chris jericho versus claudio if claudio loses he has to join jas i don't want that happening you got Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia part three. You'll see that one. You're going to see uh, who else? You're going to see Swerve and Keith Lee against Shane Taylor. And I don't know the guy that Shane Taylor mentioned. They're going to be in that match. I'm sure they're going to have other matches including it. Mercedes Martinez versus Athena. I see Athena beating Mercedes Martinez, taking that belt away from her. I think Martinez has been um, injured. So I probably see her losing that belt and have Athena uh, go a push with that and as a heel so we're gonna see what happens with that so until then guys be safe i will see you on saturday or sunday but i most likely it's gonna be this weekend god bless and be safe yeah.